Chapter 100 of the Story of the Romans. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sébastien Blouin. Chapter 100 of the Story of the Romans by H. K. Gerber. An Emperor's Penance. Theodosius was, as we have seen, an excellent emperor, and we are told that there is but one stain on his memory, the massacre at Thessalonica. The people of that city once revolted, because the soldiers had arrested one of their favorite chariot drivers, who had failed to obey the laws. In his rage at hearing of this revolt, Theodosius commanded that all inhabitants of Thessalonica should be killed. Men, women, and children were accordingly butchered without mercy. But when the deed was done, the emperor repented sorely of his cruelty. He then went to St. Ambrose, a priest who had vainly tried to disarm his anger. Humbly begging pardon for his cruelty, he asked permission to come into church once more. St. Ambrose, however, would not grant him forgiveness until Theodosius had done public penance for his sin. Thus, you see, when the Christian emperors did wrong, they were publicly reproved by the priests, whose duty it was to teach men to do good and to love one another. Both sons of Theodosius were mere boys when they were called by their father's death to take possession of the empires of the East and of the West. For a while, however, the barbarians dared not invade Roman territory, for they had not yet forgotten how they had been conquered by Theodosius. The emperor of the West, in time, became the weaker and the smaller of the two. For the Caledonians in Britain, the Germans along the Rhine, the Goths and the Huns along the Danube, and the Moors in Africa were little by little invading its territory and taking possessions of its most exposed cities. As the two princes were themselves too young to govern, the power was wielded by their guardians, Stilicho and Rufinus, who quarreled and finally fought against each other. The national jealousy, which had always existed between the Greeks and the Latins, was increased by these quarrels between the two ministers, and did not come to an end even when Rufinus was caught in an ambush and slain. When the gods saw that the empire of the east and the west were too busy quarreling with each other to pay any attention to them, they suddenly marched into Greece under Alaric. The Greeks, in terror, implored Stilicho to hasten to their rescue. He came and won a victory over the gods, but instead of following up his advantage, he soon returned to Italy. The gods, seeing this, soon followed him thither and laid siege to Milan. Stilicho raised an army as quickly as possible and defeated the gods on the same field where Marius had once conquered the Cimbri. But the gods, although defeated, secured favorable terms before they withdrew. Honorius, Emperor of the West, 
had been very badly frightened by the appearance of the gods in Italy. In his terror, he changed his residence to the city of Ravenna, where he fancied that he could better defend himself if they attacked him. End of chapter 100